Welcome to the Thrive Podcast, the place where you will get to know inspiring real-life women who dare to do the uncommon. They embrace who they are in their life's purpose, and most importantly, they thrive because of it. I am Olga Mueller, a personal success coach and speaker, passionate traveler, and unshakable believer that everyone deserves to live a life they love without ever having to feel guilty about it. Each week, I will introduce you to powerhouse women from all around the world to show you that you can create a fulfilling life you love, no matter the circumstances, personal history, or topic. Me and my fellow ladies are here to bust your fears, your feelings of guilt and shame, and boost your confidence to a whole new level where you are finally able to see that I can do it too. Get ready to dare, embrace, and thrive unapologetically with us. Let's do this. Today I have a very special guest uh, to share with you. Um, we've been friends for six years now and um, over the last six years I've been watching this woman really go from a regular nine to five to a phase of self-discovery <coughs> and then really finding what sets I think her heart on fire but we will hear more about that later to a point where they started out from basically their own kitchen to now having their own facility with really employees and uh, making like a lot of sales and uh, all of that with within actually this short amount of time. And I'm so happy to present to you uh, Dominique Oaxaco, um, the co-founder of Nutri. And um, yeah, let's just welcome. Thank you for being here today with me. Well, thank you, Olga, to, <laughs> <laughs> to invite me to talk here with you. Yeah, um, because I think you have such an inspiring story. And you know, like I tell you this, like almost all the time that we talk, like you're such a big inspiration and uh, role model for me because of all the things that you're doing and the way that you're doing them. And I even forgot to mention, like, even now your company is running, but now you even had a baby. And so doing all of that as a mom as well is like such a big, <clears throat> you know, I, I bow down to that <laughs> because yeah. this is like such a huge thing. And, yeah, thank uh, you. <laughs> and um, yeah, so even though this was already like a very short introduction, but why... Um, don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more like yourself about how the the last couple of years have been for me, for you, especially this transition from being a regular employee and then getting to the point of, you know, starting out with your company. Yes. Uh, okay. When, when we met uh, like six years ago, I was working at a uh, multinational. Uh, I was very happy with my job. Um, well, I have, I always, I live, I have a lot of crises, uh, always like, I know I will have them. So I'm, I'm making friends with that, with that fact. And, uh, well, in this fact, in this big fire, it was a factory, well, a company, but I worked in the factory because mm -hmm. I'm, I studied food engineer. So I worked in the factory parts. I was, um, I had a lot of crises, and my psychiatrist, you say psychiatrist or shrink? I think you can use both. 
I actually wouldn't know okay, like, what's the difference. For me, it's like the, the same. <laughs> okay. My, here in Argentina, we all go to the psychiatrist. It's very common. Yeah. It's not I'm crazy or a bit perhaps. But And she, I was in a crisis and she said, okay, if you want to move on first, you have to be okay with that. Because if not, you will have something inside that didn't work. So she she helped me or I first stopped victimizing with all the things that make me struggle with my with my job in that company. And once I I was flowing with it, I was uh, having a good time. I loved my job. I loved the people. I think the people liked me. I was okay with it. I uh, realized something wasn't working or, or I wasn't feeling... Happy, fulfilled. I, I, yes, fulfilled. I, I thought something was missing, so... Mm -hmm. uh, I did like a bucket list to find my, I was like very thinking like I need something to passion me mm -hmm. and I knew what it was uh, and I think I don't know now but <laughs> I, I, I said okay I know what doesn't uh, motivate me yeah. so if that doesn't don't keep on doing that uh -huh. and start doing try at least so that's when I started with a lot of courses and singing and dancing lessons and kite surfing lessons. And finally, I um, I quit and I went to India because I wanted to... I was like in another crisis. Mm -hmm. uh, I went to India to meditate, to do some yoga, to, to get back my enthusiasm because mm -hmm. I was... Like I lost it because I thought, okay, I have everything I wanted. Mm -hmm. I have, I had my dream job or what I thought was my dream job, and that wasn't working. So I say, what now? And there I. And yes. and actually, what brought you to that step of finally quitting your job? Because or where did that? You know how they call it, like the epiphany moment where you realize like oh, maybe this is not for me or <clears throat> this doesn't light me up anymore because going from oh I actually love my job to this point where okay bye I, I don't want to work here anymore and I'm gonna go out and you know basically find myself like what had brought you to that point? Uh, I, I, I realized that my job I liked it. I was comfortable because mm -hmm. I, I did. I started to understand it, mm -hmm. and it didn't motivate me. Like before, I had like there's a uh, we have some trouble like in every job. Mm -hmm. Like there's a problem, and I was sort of okay. I I can go. I can do it. And now it was there's a problem. Oh, again, <laughs> I was I don't want to go. Can you go? Mm -hmm. so when I I started like living that routine. What's what the word? It, it was it like you went from it, it started out as something exciting, something new, and then it became more routine, like yes, routine. every day, this, like more or less the same thing. Yes, and before I the same thing, and before perhaps it was the same thing, but I love to solve the problems, mm -hmm. though. Like, I don't know, my problems were like, uh. I don't know the the pH of the beer is yeah. not okay. Oh no, let's do some tests and mm -hmm. see what we can do. And now it was 
okay. <laughs> and and then I, one day an equipment broke. I was I like had to was like in charge to making the equipment okay. And one equipment broke, and it was sometimes it was okay. Give me the manual. I have to learn how to mm-hmm. to do it to make it work. I or call the people who make the machine and started to repair. And one day I, I, it broke one machine and said, oh, I don't care, I don't know, mm-hmm. buy another one. <laughs> so that day I say, okay, if this isn't motivating me, I, I'm like comfortable, mm-hmm. but I'm not um, like with enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And I say, okay, well, I can try. And I was reading a book also, mm-hmm. like, um, autobiography of a yogi mm-hmm. I don't know, know that book mm-hmm. I was reading that book I had a friend in India also like mm-hmm. she was living there for four years I okay. so I took the my ticket and say I was I'm going to meet you and she said oh this is wonderful but I'm going back it was like <laughs> oh, you're there and now I'm going to but she said don't worry it's going to be better you're you travel alone it's the best thing you can do and I was saying, no, travel alone, it's, it scared me. Mm-hmm. But I think it was the best thing it could happen. Because mm-hmm. when you're alone traveling, you can be whatever you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you, and nobody is going to make fun. Or it's perhaps here I want to do something. And people say, come on, Domi, you are going to do that. Mm-hmm. But when you travel alone, you make friends in yeah. the way. And, yeah. and nobody judge you. They all... You can say anything and it's okay. It's true. <laughs> true. And, and and you said you were afraid to go and travel by yourself. And so what made you follow through on that decision? Like the, maybe the fear of leaving the work, then the frustration, the fear of being all by yourself in India. Like what was maybe some thought or some belief or I don't know. What was it that made you say like, I don't give a sh, I just, I'm just going to go and do it. I was like, if this is not working, what I have to lose? If I go, and I know I was good at my job, so I said, if I come back, mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get that, like to have some confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had, I started gaining some confidence mm-hmm. in me. I said, okay, if I go and I, it doesn't work, mm-hmm. I come back, I know I will find a job or in this company or in another one mm-hmm. or something I will do. If this doesn't work, why still, uh, or if this doesn't fill my heart, mm-hmm. why am I going to keep on doing it? Uh, like, it's nothing to lose. I don't know what's in 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 the surprise box. Yeah. In the, <laughs> like, what do you want to do? This job that is comfortable or the surprise box? Let's go to the surprise box. Awesome. Uh, so I think it's that. Like, we yes. say it for mm-hmm. for descarte. Uh-huh. <laughs> how do you say it in English? It's like, if it doesn't work, okay, yeah, no. Yeah, you just rule it out. Like, option A is not working. So just, Let's go. yeah, just try option B. Yeah. But so off you went to India. And how was that experience? Because I think, like, a lot of people... Um, it doesn't matter whether it's women or men, but many people don't take the time to, you know, just go inside and, you know, f- 
find themselves or learn more about themselves like a little bit this phase of self-discovery i think many people don't take the time to do that and i think india from what i've heard is like so many people go there and i think it has some sort of you know vibration or energy there that attracts people so how was your 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 experience there and how has it helped you also with you know resolving this kind of issue of feeling this certain emptiness or uh, unfulfillment it's true i think well it's it's true what you say i think a lot of people go like searching for something mm -hmm. so um, here we have a saying in argentina or in argentina it says dios los cría el viento los amontona like mm -hmm. god Chase them mm -hmm. and the winds may put them together. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a place where everyone who is searching for something, they went, they go all everyone to India. So perhaps you're eating in a place alone and there's another one eating alone and say, mm -hmm. hey, do you want to sit here? Yes. And you have to, and you start having a conversation about why you were here, mm -hmm. for uh, what things matter and I say, why? I'm having a super conversation with a stranger and yeah. I can't have it with a best friend in my house because we are worried about the money change, yeah. the dollar, the, I don't know, the inflation we have here in Argentina or some things that are not important. And I had a, a I, at the beginning, I have a, like a driver who took me around a lot of places mm -hmm. and the, He every day were, uh, woke up at 6 a.m. He did some yoga before we started the day. Like everyone mm -hmm. cultivates their inner peace or their, I don't know if everyone, but. Everyone I, tries I, maybe. Yes. And I was surprised. Um, and what helped me a lot mm -hmm. there, I went to, they, they recommend me a place or a Buddhist uh, temple. Mm -hmm. uh, And I spent some days in silence and we have some Buddhist teachings. And I think there I, I it was, everything was wonderful. But I think there I did like, a, I changed my mind, mm -hmm. my mind. Like there I said, okay, life is beautiful. Yes. Why am I worrying about all this? And would you say that those, because first of all, How difficult is it to be like in this, um, what is it called? Like ashram or like in this Buddhist uh, place yeah. and not be able to talk at all. Like how difficult is that? Because I imagine it to be like super difficult. No, no, no. I, I thought it was going to be difficult, but it, it's like taking a, a backpack for yeah. yourself because you don't have to have a small talk with anyone. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be rude with anyone because here, if you don't say hi or you don't say, how are you? It's you're rude. You're how you're not going to say hello to mm -hmm. someone, but there is, you can't. Mm -hmm. So forget you, you don't have to be nice with anyone. You have to be with yourself. Uh, so it's like, okay, I do have to, to be nice to anyone. Mm -hmm. Nobody. Not rude because he, you're like in your world yeah. because they try. so okay if I do have to be nice with anyone I I just have to be in peace yeah I know it's it's so relaxing I think we should spend more time in silence 
I've never thought about it this way. Like I was always like, you know, focused on that. Oh my God, I can't like communicate. Right. But I've never s actually seen it from the perspective. Like it takes a lot of, let's say, um, obligations or responsibilities or expectations from you because, well, you, like you can't yeah. uh, talk to each other. So you, like you said, you focus on yourself. It's yes, a, a nice I, way to look at it. It takes a lot of energy. Hmm. Like to be with people, it takes a lot of energy. Yeah. I'm talking and to be in the. I don't say I I, I want to be rude with the people, but. Uh, <laughs> no, sometimes but there's sometimes people that are just r literally dragging energy from you. And then there's yes. people who are positive and they uplift you. But let's be honest, like, I think the majority of people in everybody's life is usually more negative than positive. <laughs> yes, I, yes, yes, it's it's true. And you see something beautiful and, no sé, a lit, atardecer. Like a, a sunset. At sunset, mm -hmm. beautiful, wow, in the in the woods, because the place was beautiful, mountains, sunset. And you say, wow, it's for you, and that's it. Mm. And that's it. You don't have to share, you don't have to talk about it. You don't have, they all see it, or everyone is having their moments, but it's all with you. Mm -hmm. and that's a huge gift. Uh, so yes. You have the ability to become present in the moment. Yes. And so yes. what made you then uh, come back from India or what has changed like in your life then? This well, actually I had a uh, I came back after like 4 months because I lost a passport and I couldn't get out of the country. Uh, I have to be more <laughs> careful with my things. Uh, <laughs> well, but I came back. Yeah. And here I started to meet to remember all the beautiful things mm -hmm. there's in your country, mm -hmm. friends, family, um, I don't know, the people. I think yeah. it's the people who make me came, come back. Mm -hmm. It's good to have a... And then I came back here and and I was really sure, like, I, I don't care about money anymore. I want to do something to change the world. Yeah. I was very fundamentalist. I'm a food engineer. I want to, and I'm processing food. It didn't make sense. Yeah. So I said, okay, let's do something. And in the, that's why I came back. And then in in that time, a friend tell, told me, mm -hmm. hey, do you want to go to to Brazil to do some kite surfing? I was no. I just came back from this. <laughs> I I have to do something meaningful. <laughs> I can't. I was like, it's just one week. My friend was, just one week. And you're not working. So come on, do you have some savings? Can you do this? Yes. Okay. Well, let's go. <laughs> and then I went there and I fell in love with the beach and the wind. And I ended working at an hostel. At a hostel yes. Just for food and uh, food and bed. Mm -hmm. uh, but I could live there. Uh, for a lot of time, like I think there, I well, I lo I loved my Brazil time. Mm -hmm. I met a wonderful people, um, 
but there perhaps I, I lost my focus of the purpose. Mm -hmm. because I... So you, 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 you didn't, you didn't feel like you had it. You went and found it. Then you came back and then you lost it. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think it's, but because I think it's really hard to go and come back. Yeah. It's really hard. Um, I wanted to change the world, huh? but I, you know, I, I think there I couldn't handle it because I didn't know what to do. Mm. There was no plan. I had a lot of ideas uh, and I think I couldn't handle it and it was a uh, escape. Let's go to Brazil. Yes. Mm. And it was wonderful. Um, and a friend one day called me and what are you doing there? You talk to me about changing the world. And, oh, what are you doing there? You're <laughs> the beach. You're doing breakfast, <laughs> changing sheets. That's changed the world. It was, oh, she's right. Yes, I have to come back. So, well, I came back uh, and then I, I was Googling every day. Okay, what I'm going to do with ideas, 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 but nothing. And fortunately, a friend who I worked at this big company, mm -hmm. she had also made her trip with her boyfriend like a year working in Australia and, and then traveling around Asia. And she called me one day and she was, hey, you're back. What are you going to do in your life? Are you going to back to this mm -hmm. big company? I was, I'm, I want to try not to. Yeah. Uh, and she said, okay, I'm going back in two weeks and we'll do something. Mm -hmm. She came back and we tried, we were very fundamentalists, like, yeah. Let's eat what we grow and the food we grow, and but we live in an apartment, you know. So it was like, okay, <laughs> we grow the food in the apartment, but we weren't. We're food engineers. We're not um, agron agronomers. Agri agriculture. Agriculture engineers. Yeah, whatever <laughs> that proper name is. <laughs> so that came very bad. We spent a lot of energy. It was mm. summer, I remember, in the, outside the sun doing one plant who always died. Mm. <laughs> and said, okay, w w why we don't do something we know that it's food, but giving it, um, trying to do a whole food, a good food mm -hmm. with uh, good ingredients, with no preservatives, like... Don't go to the extreme. Try yeah. to find <laughs> the best way to do something. And uh, so I was vegetarian also at the time. Mm -hmm. And here in Argentina, we eat a lot of meat. Yes, and it's so, really good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know. So it was, uh, why don't we do, that's why we try to do some veggie burgers, yeah. you know. Here, if, if you eat... Uh, lentils and rice, yeah. it's not a food, but if you eat a veggie burger, it's okay. Because it has the name burger, but it's yeah. the same ingredient. So it's like something is missing, beans and rice and vegetables. And what's your plate? Yeah. <laughs> or the meat. But if you put it in the form of a, a, a burger, or a burger yeah. yes, or a patty, they think you're eating meat. So... I think that's why we try to do it here that way. And now that's a clever way. 
you just, you just <laughs> yeah. have to know how people, you know, work and uh, <laughs> give yes. them what they want. Mm. And, and another thing, it was in the meantime, we wanted to do another thing, another like first we started thinking about a shop with food with no packaging because we saw some german girls do a wonderful job with that but it was uh, a lot of um, investment mm -hmm. we both have spent it almost all our savings yeah we we thought we have to go and ask for people of money uh, but it was not it was more difficult to escalate mm -hmm. to scale it yeah, to scale yeah uh, uh, it was more difficult so we said why we we tried all we spent like four months with the project of oh, the wow. shop mm -hmm. that's a lot of time we we started uh, like uh here we have a super university that it's um it's public mm -hmm. So it's free and it has, uh, it's really good. And there was a course for entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and it's, it was for free. So we said, okay, let's go there. And there we met wonderful people also, and also motivate uh, us because every week we have to go there to the course. We, you have like a, like a group. So the group asks you how it's coming, your mm -hmm. project. Uh, that helped a lot. I think that if you go looking, you find people or things. And, and in in that process, like of finding your purpose, because I know from myself, like it can take so much time. And even though you think, oh, now I found it, it's like you're still not there. <laughs> and it's like a process of development. But besides, like the just trying and failing basically and just trying yeah. out you know what would you say has helped you in that process of um of finding really that that purpose of yours yes i, I think because we spent like a year searching and failing mm -hmm. like with the eat from your balcony to this shop uh, and I think in one moment you start at the, uh, getting a bit tired. Mm -hmm. So you say, okay, you start uh, fooling around. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do this. Okay, do it. Try. Mm -hmm. have, like, you don't want to spend a lot of time trying and seeing. So you start getting more pro with your... Uh, having less margin of let's try this works no yes just be so, more just be faster with like okay i have this idea let's try it out oh it's not working or it doesn't it's not like i i imagine just move on yes or getting real like we're oh we're going to do a super shop we're <laughs> going to put all the things there and the people will come with their jars mm. and fill the things with no packaging and then, wait, how many money we need to do this? Uh, what uh, can we handle both of us? We need investment. Mm -hmm. uh, the people will come here with their jars. It's like, Get real. we're going to go for, yes, mm. keep real. It's going to happen. Or, and then we said, uh, well, I, won't, I wouldn't invest my money there. So if I'm, I'm not convinced, mm. I will 
I'm going to convince yeah. someone to put money in my business. So there is a, no, it's not real. And then you can, I think we went with the, with the, with the burgers also because it was scalable mm -hmm. and we can do a prototype. Yeah. Like we could start in my, in, we started in my house mm -hmm. and we cook there, we sell it to friends, the, they, it sold. We get some money with that money. We did more burgers. Mm -hmm. We sell that burgers, more money. We, uh, I think that helps a lot. Like try and go and sell and, and sell. Mm -hmm. Like it sounds so easy, but it's so difficult. <laughs> yes, but just try to stop. We wanted to do something perfect. Yeah. So we were stuck because it wasn't perfect. And then we say, someone told us, no, stop doing, go and sell it. I don't care. And then what's wonderful about that, because I, I say, wow, I sold some burgers that they all came apart with a bag that was really <laughs> ugly. At that moment, it was all we could afford. Or we yeah, could... sure. And say, okay, if I could sell uh, a burger like in that bag with that a sticker we yeah. put that was homemade with our with our printer technique. and computer yeah yes and we are not we are food engineers we are not uh, <laughs> marketing no it was awful awful really ugly and we sell them so now i say okay if you want, if i sold that mm -hmm. now i can sell this so uh, start and all, always trying to get better, of course, mm -hmm. no, always trying to get a, a, and so I think it's, the word is try, try. Just try. Okay. And like, if, 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 if I can imagine like your first situation of a sale, because I know this is like a huge also um, challenge for myself, like selling. What was that moment like? And, uh, you know, how did you or were you even afraid of going to some random person and just, you know, like, hey, <laughs> are you interested in my veggie burger? Um, and do you want to pay money for it? Like, how was that situation for you when you recall like that first, like a stranger that you sold your burger to? Like, how did you overcome or how did you manage that situation? Well, we have two two experience with that one uh, between Facebook yeah. that this is wonderful Facebook or or Instagram. I don't know that the like technology really helps because you put uh, big sale veggie burgers mm -hmm. and people call you and I was like amazed. We we put a little money on mm -hmm. it. But we put a little money and say, someone's in her house buying me burgers, mm -hmm. a stranger, what? And it worked. It was really um, uh, tiring because yeah. it's someone who buys four burgers and you have to go mm -hmm. to the other side of the city to take four burgers and to the other side to sell three burgers and but you you start there saying okay this moves and in one point it was impossible to sell to all these people yeah. three four so I say okay we have to go to one shop and sell mm -hmm. twenty packs mm -hmm. so 
have a less earnings, mm-hmm. but but stop going every part, and and then I don't know. I I think um, what does it matters? What does it matters if someone doesn't want? If perhaps uh, I go to twenty shops and one says yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, if I want ten, I have to go to. 200 mm-hmm. shops like do those math and and it was and it really it i don't know it it's amazed what uh, what people buy or what you go and sell mm-hmm. and say okay what you transmit but i had a lot of people saying no i think the the key is not not to no no not to get sad if they don't buy yeah because like, that's what i wanted to ask like how did you manage those no's like i have uh, the no if i don't go i already have it mm-hmm. so if i have the no why not to try to go for the yes perhaps it like uh, i was seeing it like a game mm-hmm. at that moment i was like okay let's go to this shop and see if i can sell them mm-hmm. this and it was horrible in that moment <laughs> we did it at my house so we didn't have the even the the legal parts mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. because here to sell a, a food in a in a place you have to have a number and they come and they mm-hmm. uh, see your facilities and we didn't have that because we didn't in our house but we started selling in little shops where people go and buy like homemade things. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, it's not easy to buy to sell a thing that it's not regulated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I made a, I am um, I made like a little course, and uh, and there I realized that it, that all the li- limiting things mm-hmm. it like mm-hmm. like you don't have nothing to lose okay no okay. so mm-hmm. and they said they had like a little mantra mm-hmm. in that course and it was in, in spanish que carajo importa hacerlo de todos modos it's what the fuck matters yeah. do it yeah. nevertheless yeah. something like that and it was okay like yes yeah, sometimes i was i felt I was like ashamed, but say, who cares? Let's try, and, and where, it works. Yeah, and where did you where do you think did you get like this this attitude from? Uh, perhaps yes. My my parents are entrepreneurs, or they have their own business, yeah. and they, they they are really put a lot of effort and they work hard, mm-hmm. and I. See saw that all my life I saw them working every day perhaps that helped Mm -hmm. and then when I did all this uh, courses actually also I did it with you some coaching yeah and when you start seeing what limits you and why uh, I remember one day I told you no I would like to win this amount of money and you was like all you want to wish (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I tell you, you can wish, win whatever money you want, and you tell me this. And I was, wow, that's right. 
perhaps we limit uh, our yeah. thoughts like in advance then why i don't know perhaps we think we don't deserve them or mm -hmm. i don't know yeah it's but all those it's... those crazy um beliefs that we're not aware of and i for myself also notice it like we recently went to a conference in miami and um it was a 10x growth con and i was sitting there watching grant cardone and you know everybody who knows him he's always trying to go big you know i feel like he's always asking li like himself how can i make this even bigger how can i make this more massive and i was sitting there and i'm like what the heck like i'm 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 like thinking of like super small things and and i'm like why am i doing this to myself why am yeah. I not thinking, how can I make this big? How can I blow this up? How can I make this, you know, like a massive thing? And it's yeah. the same thing with the money also. That helps a lot. That helps a lot. Because that is, okay, if I want this, okay, I have to take this to this level. Okay, so I need a factory. I need a facility, which I had to, okay, what I have to sell all these workers to do that okay mm -hmm. and then you start going in that direction so would you uh, say like making because i remember i saw like in your living room the um like the papers with the the goal for for the month or the, the next like yeah. level for you guys and um would you say that really when you start out with with the business especially like setting yourself like incremental goals like okay this is going to be the first level this is going to be the next level and uh develop like take the steps like in those kind of levels but always point like to the big goal would you say yes. that this has been something that has helped you guys a lot yes i think it it, it has it has and actually i then you realize that it's all so relative Mm -hmm. Because in that moment, I thought it was crazy to sell that number. And mm -hmm. perhaps now I have one client that one day he buys, buys me that. that. Yeah. Just one client. And it's like, wow, so before I thought it was unreachable. And now it's nothing. <laughs> it's one client. So, I, and so that's when if, I think if you have those feelings or yeah. those uh, thoughts like this is impossible it's going to this is so hard uh -huh. it's going to be hard yeah but if you say okay what do you have to do to reach there or what can i do to reach there it's um and you put this is my objective i'm gonna have it because because we are a lot of billion people in this world yeah. so i mean buenos aires we are like eight million people and i have to sell a thousand twenty thousand yeah. yes yeah. why i think it's impossible if we're eight million so and we eat twice a day so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> eight million people needs to eat twice a day and i think it's such a good uh, point because sometimes we feel like that i don't know if we face some problems they seem like so huge and you feel like so small, but then when you start putting it into perspective, like you said, I have 8 million potential customers and I only need to sell to whatever, 20 people. See, it's like, that's, it's, it's, it's possible, right? Yeah, that's, I think. And uh, I think like sometimes, yeah, like 
even our own problems, our own crises, whatever it is, like putting it into perspective, try to seeing it from another point of view uh, can help a lot. And what yeah. would you say were like how how many years are you now in business? Uh, three years and a half, perhaps. No, three years. Three oh. years or three years and a half, perhaps. And I want people to just really, you know, see what is possible in, let's say, three years. Because I know when you started out, it was just the two of you girls in the kitchen. And now, like, where have, what have you been able to achieve in those three years? Like, how many people do you have now? How many... Uh, more, I don't know, let's say, um, burgers, volume, sale, whatever it is, uh, in, in compared to where you started out, have you been growing? Like, you know, just for people to see, like, yeah. this is possible in three years. If, like you said, you just set continuous goals, uh, you focus on how to do it and not, like, why you will not be able to do it. And you see it also as a game and try things out. Like, what is possible? Yeah. Yes. Um, well, now we're, well, we started the two of us mm -hmm. at the beginning. It's a lot of energy is required because you are, it's just you. So perhaps we, I don't know, we woke up at 6 a.m. to buy the broccoli, mm -hmm. to clean it, to cook it. Uh, we ended at 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. with all the cooking to sell, sell it the next day. Um, but at that moment, we were so happy of doing it, of doing it. Mm -hmm. and now we work for, like, I don't know, we go for eight to five, and, and sometimes I think, oh, I was more enthusiastic sometimes when mm -hmm. I was starting something, and I didn't care of working infinite hours, mm -hmm. uh, so it's key to be um, motivated. Well, but we started now, and now we're... We have like eight employees, mm -hmm. uh, like five people in the kitchen, yeah. in the, with the kitchen or the factory. Mm -hmm. And then we have two people in sales, mm -hmm. uh, one like like the leader of all the five people in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And then it's my partner and me, Belu, that mm -hmm. was my, my socio, how you call yeah, it? Yeah, your partner, your business partner. My partner, my business partner and me. And... Uh, I think what's wonderful of uh, of her because it's really, I think it was uh, really a good. Uh, like I'm very blessed of mm -hmm. finding her because it's not easy to mm -hmm. deal with with a partner um, because then every people has their own ways of doing yeah. something. But I think it helped uh, working together in a, another company. So we knew how we worked mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. We knew like we have some kind of standard, what we, we think it's right or wrong or mm -hmm. where we want to take it. Mm -hmm. and, and we talked a lot. We talk a lot and we try not to be in the... In the um, it's difficult because we always end in, but we try to go out and not to be in the process so we can see or, or think and take it to the next level. Because before we were cooking, so we never could go and sell. sell. Mm -hmm. And if we don't sell, we can't 
So one day we say, okay, let's hire someone. Mm-hmm. Hire someone, okay. And <laughs> cook with you or with me, and the other one's going to go and sell. We, okay. Um, and then when we started getting out of the of the productive circle, mm-hmm. that helped a lot to to grow. But at the beginning, I think it's a bit impossible. You have to do an extra effort. Yeah. But if you have no money, you know, mm-hmm. we were like, we traveled, we spent a year trying things, it didn't work out. So we were like with little yeah. savings. So we say, okay, let's put some effort. Mm-hmm. But how, what, what would you say, like the percentage of, of, of growth or we, we spoke, we spoke a bit off the camera before, but before you were maybe uh, worried about some, some, a few dollars, like hundred dollars or something like that. And now like the dimensions are way different. No, that's right. At the beginning, uh, I think I'm trying to think how many money we invest, mm-hmm. but it was really little. I, I think it was $500, for wow. example. Mm-hmm. And with that money, we bought uh, the the first machine. Yeah. And and the other things we bought it with like credit card with um, paying every month a little bit. Um, but that we bought the first the first machine. And now we have all this facility that we yeah. rent. We rent. No, but, but we still. have like three. Uh, at the beginning it was hard to buy one freezer yeah. one freezer and now we have like three cameras how you call it like three chambers yeah three chambers yeah like three chambers uh, <laughs> or before we have a little machine that and now we have a, a huge one and another one to make the patties Another one that makes the patties. We have a flow pack that packs the burgers before we were by hand putting. Yeah. We have a flow pack, and wow, now we could. Uh, we have all everything, of course, with the um, habilitations or the, the we could. Uh, yes, and also also we could put the because we're it's gluten free and yeah. here you have a certification, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and we could. Uh, we have the facility with that certification mm-hmm. and the product with that certification. And also, well, in the sailing part, so now we have a logistics. Before we ourselves will put everything in, in conservers and uh, distribute it ourselves. Yeah. Now we can hire uh, like free, uh, like um, Cars, mm-hmm. cars, not like yeah, like distribution. Little, you, you like can, little trucks. Yeah, you call, can uh, you can outsource now things yes. and uh, focus on what the two of you are, are best at. And um, so, really, like guys, when you are look when you're watching this, it's like they invested five hundred dollars, and in three years, three and a half years, they made it like this this little like little but but like already very successful company all through hard work and dedication really and um i know that like you said your background is i mean even though you've seen your your parents um create their own businesses but you are uh, 
you, you never had anything to do with like entrepreneurship or business, like sales, marketing and, and uh, stuff like that. So what, um, how did you acquire that knowledge? Where, like, what has helped you in, you know, actually like really starting this company? Because there's so many things to a company than just having a product and go out there and sell it. Um, how did you manage That's to like, uh, you know, tackle those kind of challenges? Well, I think you also, you always can ask for help. Actually, well, Dario mm -hmm. uh, helped me with the sales parts. Uh, like we think, like I'm an engineer, so I think everything has to be numbered. And in, and in this sales part, I thought it was not you do one and it's two. I mm -hmm. thought it depended of a lot of things. And Dario taught me that it's it can be math also. Mm -hmm. How many places you visit? How many places say yes? Mm -hmm. What are their responses? Mm -hmm. uh, they say this, that, or that. Do you have something to answer to any of those uh, replies? Um, it's a bit scary, scary, but everything can be measured. Yeah. So, but I like the measurement <laughs> part and the numbers. So. Uh, and and try and, and ask for help then mm -hmm. you, you start meeting people in the road and you ask hey how do you do to reach to this mm -hmm. place or to that place or clients that we think it, they were impossible mm -hmm. like big chains now we're um, we're talking to they're not close the business mm -hmm. but Sometimes we thought it was impossible, and now we're talking to supermarkets. Mm -hmm. And before we thought it was, no, no way. Or to export, now we're talking to Chile, and it was, wow, wow. we're talking another country. And we didn't do it right now, but I think something it was just not in my scope now, I think it is, and I'm sure we're going to do it. I have no doubt it's going to, it's just a, uh, a bit of time and yeah. be if we want to be really in there because every time you grow it has an, a new trouble and uh, but if I don't but I think it's fun and if you stay st in the same thing mm -hmm. I think if it doesn't grow it dies yeah so I never nothing stays the same forever so mm -hmm. Or you make it grow, or it dies. So really, um, if I if I hear you right, it's like really don't be afraid to ask for help, especially on things that you don't know yet, um, and uh, make it measurable so you can track actually your growth. Yes, right. and if in 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 some parts like we're not good at design, for mm -hmm. example. Before we did our designs of the packaging, well, go to an expert. If you don't know, mm -hmm. so we looked for someone we really liked, how mm -hmm. he made some their packagings mm -hmm. and we called them. And I, I, well, I think they did a great job and I love the packaging we have now. And well, it, you, you ask for help or you hire someone who knows about it. Yeah, I think there's. Not be afraid to also invest time, uh, invest money in something that you don't know, and yes. have somebody take care of that of that for you. Yes, that's true. You, 
like recognize what are your weak points and mm -hmm. say, okay, we're not good. Uh, we're not really good with the marketing mm -hmm. and the Instagram and everything. Mm -hmm. Okay, but but you know what you want. Mm -hmm. Like I want something like this because you know it's you, it's your product, but you don't know how to communicate. But yeah. there are people studied and know how to do it. So well, hire them. <laughs> I love that. And um, like I mentioned in the beginning, and now let's say about half a year ago, you also became a mom. And so uh, how was that experience like? Like how, how because the two of you are actually young moms with two little uh, kids. Mm -hmm. So um, how would you say have things maybe changed and how are you, how are you, um, what are your strategies to somehow, you know, make both things work? at the same time? Well, it's a bit hard, uh, but well, my my partner had a baby last year and mm -hmm. we take it to work. Mm -hmm. So we have um, a place where they can sleep, uh, a, a chair where they can sit mm -hmm. or play. Luckily, my baby doesn't walk yet. <laughs> so it's easy to control. Yeah. You sit him there and there he stays um, in two months I, I think it's going to be tougher yeah but I think when she get pregnant there we had that insight that we said okay this has to work without yeah. ourselves mm -hmm. without ourselves uh, being full-time because yeah. although I go to work every day I'm not full-time focused mm -hmm. on new clients and sales because I have the baby yeah. and he eats from me <laughs> and sometimes he wants to play or and uh, although it's very it's tough it's the most wonderful thing that happened to me yeah. so I want to be with him so mm -hmm. sometimes okay when he wants to play oh I will play and this will be a bit late mm -hmm. but because that doesn't impact in the day-to-day um, -day work mm -hmm. or like it's not I'm not uh, giving an answer to a client or not mm -hmm. it's perhaps my company won't oh I don't know I think that I think mm -hmm. but perhaps I don't, didn't it, I don't improve so fast uh, my growing mm -hmm. It would take a little bit more of time, mm -hmm. but it doesn't compromise the quality of of the service and doesn't compromise the quality of the product or it doesn't compromise the well-being of the people working with me. And because also we had the time that you have with the baby, right? So, yes, and that's why I think we put a lot of focus when we were pregnant. Mm -hmm to see how to make this work with our energy full time. Mm -hmm. So I think that uh, the babies yeah. <laughs> forced us to to make that strategy uh, strategy. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes you're frustrated because the baby's uh, perhaps I don't know crying, it has some gases, I don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like and say okay today it's going to be uh not super uh, efficient day yeah. 
and then you you have to be more organized and say okay i can take some milk and perhaps give, uh, someone can take care of it mm -hmm. some couple of hours and but also and what uh, i hear is like take off a lot of pressure from yourself because i think as women we always strive for or we are basically taught to strive for perfection right and we want to get yeah. everything right and the right way and um then we build up so much own pressure and i know it from my own experience that no but i need to finish this and blah 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 your mind is all over the place and what i hear from you is like you know just you know accept if things are not going like you planned just you know don't pressure yourself so much take off a little bit of that you know yeah of that pressure and just take it as it comes yes that's true Uh, but it's, uh, I had a lot of crisis, a lot of uh, struggling when I said that, oh, I wanted to finish this uh, sheet, I don't know, or yeah. this, um, organize these clients differently. And, I, and something that perhaps takes me two days, it was like two weeks with that. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can't finish this, I can't focus, I can't concentrate. Um, And well, that's, I think it helped that my partner also has a baby and mm -hmm. she saw me struggling. Mm -hmm. I said, don't me like, take it easy. I, you don't have to, if it takes more time, it takes more time. If it, uh, but don't press yourself because it, it's not going to make it yeah. work. Uh, and you lose, you lose yourself. You're not happy with the work. You're not happy with the baby. Yeah. So what's the point again that's great and um because we're already coming to an end and what i want to ask um all all participants that we have in in this podcast is like if you know for some reason tomorrow uh would be your last day but um you would like to give like or leave a message for maybe either your your baby now for maybe um, if you think back to your younger self, to maybe other girls who are wanting to start <coughs> a business, who are maybe lost um, and, and they don't know, like they, they have this kind of life crisis and they don't know what to do. Like what would, would be your three, three nuggets of wisdom that you would like to leave behind for all those people? I think one, it's like the, that mantra, What the hell matters? Like, do it anyway. Mm -hmm. um, the other one is, it's if it's not working, try with another things. Like, mm -hmm. try, and and also always uh, grow yourself, uh, yourself or the business or whatever you're doing. Um, But basically, grow yourself because you know if you know if you know yourself, uh, you know what you like, what you don't like. If you don't know yourself, you don't know what you like. You don't know what to do. So, and there's so many options, so many things, so so a lot of noise. Yeah. So if if you don't know yourself, you get lost in that noise. And. I think that I love that. Yeah. 
I love it. I think this is so helpful for so many people out there. And um, I want people to realize you've been sharing so like so much advice, so much like really great insights um, on uh, on being an entrepreneur on you know, all the things that have helped you on this journey of self-discovery, becoming an entrepreneur, following your purpose. And um, thank you so much for that. Thank you so much. Uh, oh, for sharing so. that, for being so open about everything and uh, not holding back. Um, I loved it. So how can people, if they're interested in Nutri and the veggie burgers in Latin America or all uh, over the world, how can they find you guys and check out your work? Because it's incredible. Okay. It's a, we yet we don't have a web page. Mm -hmm. It's one of the things I have to do this time. But we have like Instagram, it's uh, at mm -hmm. Nutri yeah. with double E. Yeah. Uh, Arg from Argentina. Yeah. Uh, um, we will put it. Would it put? Yeah. We'll put it down below. But still, at, uh, yes. at Nutri Arg. Uh huh. Yes. Uh, well, and there you can you can see find our. Others. And there you see uh, the factory, the people, the products, and in little time our web page okay <laughs> so go on instagram guys and sign up to those beautiful young ladies who are rocking with uh, actually making the world a better place because people who eat more veggies are contributing to uh, less <laughs> animals getting eaten and all the consequences uh, attached to that so thank you so much dominique and um check out the links below you guys and um yeah thank you so much thank you so much for tuning into the thrive podcast and spending your precious time with us if you found this episode valuable and think that others could benefit from it too please share it with your network friends and family i would also be forever grateful if you could go over to itunes and leave us an honest review about the show And if you have a comment, question, or topic that you would like to see covered on the show, go to algamuller.com slash thrivepodcast. So see you next week, girl. And until then, don't forget that you were meant to thrive.